Hoffaday, and welcome to episode eight of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. If you're listening today, it might be because you're a regular Take Note Live listener on Harvest Family Radio Guam. During that radio program, which is an hour long, we explore the passage of scripture we'll be discussing today between songs. The podcast version gives you an opportunity to hear the entire lesson, no music, in much less time, and it can be really helpful for those who missed part of the program. But if you're not a regular Take Note listener, that's no problem. These are standalone episodes, and we know they'll be helpful for you as well. Today, we want to take note of Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. We find an emphasis in our passage of the day on these mandates and a few others. Remember God's commands, memorize his words, and do whatever it takes to keep them close at hand, rely upon God's knowledge rather than our own, endure the chastening of the Lord, and seek happiness in wisdom and understanding. These are themes we find throughout Proverbs, particularly in Solomon's words to his children, but they are preceded and following two useful and very well-known sentences, words that have encouraged a deeper level of discipleship in God's saints since they were written. Verses 5 and 6 of Proverbs chapter 3, perhaps some of the most quoted verses in Christianity. On our theme of the day, trust in the Lord. Well, these verses are well known because they sum up in just a few words God's mandate for his disciples. Passages like this are really important, mostly because they're easy to remember and they can be called upon when life is difficult and we need direction. But their context is also important. And so today on our theme, Trust in the Lord, we want to look over most of the chapter, that's Proverbs chapter 3. As Solomon begins in verse 1, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. So he expects his son to remember his commands, but not just because they're his commands, because they come from God. So Solomon is passing along the law of the Lord. This becomes clear as we move forward in the text. He's not a father with a high opinion of himself, but rather with a high opinion of God. Not a high opinion of his own words, but a high opinion of God's words. Verse 2 says, For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Well, we know that children are promised long life for obeying and for honoring parents. This is a common refrain that we see started in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. It continues in the New Testament in Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. We just read that. That it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. Well, this isn't some sort of magic formula for a long life. It's a truth about the nature of God's commands and their implications for people. 
Parents are meant to be the primary teachers of God's commands to their children. And God's commands produce good things, healthy things, life-sustaining things in people. He wants what is best for us, and obeying Him is good for us. We're in Proverbs 3, verses 3 and 4 now. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. We can see the importance of remembering God's work and God's words. His loyal love and his truth should be worn like a necklace. Any means that we have of reminding ourselves will be advantageous for us. As one commentator put it, the blessed, obedient life is magnetic. It enjoys the favor of the God it honors and attracts the favor of man. So we arrive at our theme verse, which says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and here's verse 6. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. As I mentioned, one of the most quoted passages in all of Scripture. This must be the motivation behind any of the behaviors we've talked about so far. We keep his commands and value them because we trust him. We regard his knowledge far above our own because it is far above our own. When tempted to live according to our own understanding, we instead acknowledge him, because when our paths are directed by him, they lead to the destination that is best for us. To trust is to have confidence. It's to be bold, to be secure. We are to feel safe in trusting our lives and our choices to him, because he is the one true God. He is worthy of our trust and he does not fail to lead us. Verse 7 and 8 of Proverbs 3, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, and marrow to thy bones. If we refuse to trust him, this may be one of the reasons. Perhaps we are wise in our own eyes. Perhaps we do regard our own knowledge above his knowledge. Perhaps we're reluctant to simply believe him. Well, whatever it is we feel or think, we should disregard it and embrace the truth. We're to depart from evil and to seek the healing and refreshment of his guidance. Obedience is always better. Verses 9 and 10 of Proverbs 3. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. So whatever financial resources we have should be entrusted to him. Our giving to his work is evidence of our trust in him. We see this represented in the New Testament in Matthew 6, which says, Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. There's blessing, not in hanging on to what he gives us, but in giving it up, we should not regard it as our own, for he is the author of every good and every perfect gift. Proverbs three eleven and 12, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, 
neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. There's love in correction. Any parent understands this principle. We discipline our children because we want what is best for them. We seek to get them on a path that leads to health and goodness and fulfillment. This is God's path. And this love and concern that we have is only a reflection of the God who loves us in the same way. He chastens and he corrects. And this is something we must endure, knowing that it is helpful rather than grievous. The last few verses of our passage in Proverbs 3, verse 13, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. Well, we've spent the bulk of our time talking about trust in God and His Word, recognizing things which result from this trust, like following His guidance, or giving Him our first fruits, or enduring chastening. These are characteristics and actions that represent wisdom. But there are going to be complex things that enter our lives, and we'll need every ounce of wisdom and understanding that we can muster. Now, they're not going to come without seeking, and so we should place a high value on wisdom and understanding, pursuing them without delay and without distraction, for they will lead us to the best place, the place God wants us to be. It's a place of pleasantness and peace. And while we may fear taking this path, as the world and our own flesh will point in the opposite direction, we should remember that he knows what is best, and he sees everything clearly. And our job is to trust. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. Thank you for being with us. My name is Chris Harper.